Hello and welcome to Dice Try, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast inspired by whimsical works of old such as Wizard of Oz and Phantom Tollbooth. My name is Daniel Schaub and I am your dungeon master and host. Hello and welcome to Dice Try, the D&D podcast set in a Wizard of Oz-esque world. I am the dungeon master and host, I guess. Daniel Schaub, and I have here around the table some of my players and also our lovely editor, GTM, which of, store, of course stands for Gore the Minotaur. <laughs> yep. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's your new name for Gore the Minotaur, I love it. Wow. Um, since it is our first episode, I figured we should go around the room and introduce everybody. I am the Dungeon Master, Daniel. And to my left, we have our first player and a newbie player. Noob. His name is Paul. Hello, I'm Paul, and I'm playing a character. So, Paul, <laughs> since we're going to be playing characters in a little yes. bit, I just figured I should ask you some questions so the audience gets to know you. Yeah, oh, sure. A little bit. What would you like to know? Sure. Um, if you, let's say somebody comes to you and says... You know, we really need to update our image. Uh, we're a firehouse, and we've had a Dalmatian for years, but we need to update our image. What animal do you replace a Dalmatian with at a firehouse? Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, I, I didn't know we were going this route. Um, so Icebreakers. I, <laughs> I, I think of fire, and what, what puts out fires? Mm-hmm. What's a, is there an animal that that spits or camel? Llama? Camels, llamas, llama, llama. I'm going with llama. All right, all right. Every, <laughs> a llama for every firehouse. Wait, I'm just picturing a llama, but in like the fireman. Oh like, my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> and like a jacket strewn across its back. With a little firefighter hat. <laughs> and after Paul, we have Krista. Hello, Krista. Hello. Uh, I am Krista Llewellyn, and I am going to be playing a seedling, a new a new race of character, yeah. right? specifically for this podcast. Yeah. So, Krista, let's say I'm excited. In the near future, okay, you're invited to a party, uh huh, and you show up, and it turns out to be a surprise wedding for uh-huh. a couple that should not be getting married. Oh my uh-huh. God. How do you? Krista, handle this information. And specifically, how do you break up the couple before they say I do? Do I have to break up the couple before they say I do? I feel like you're that kind of person. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Damn. I mean, I would maybe just try to, like, how I don't know the couple. You know them, and you know that they should not be together. He cheats on her, and she cheats on him. Do I have enough. evidence of this? Yes. But what well, then I just, I just, I just like yeah. grab her and and like show her these texts and be like, so I know it's it's all it's emotions are, are just such a great thing, right? Um, yeah, I'm getting but married today. I, I no, you're not. <laughs> um, Surprise. I really think you should just just reel back a little bit. I have some information about, uh, let's say, Chad. Um, <laughs> Appropriate name. It's always a Chad. 
fucking chat. I got some information about Chad that I don't think is 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 what's best for you. Because I don't seeing the the beautiful spark that I once used to see in you after being with Chad, and and I want to see that spark back. And I don't think a bear just going to do that. Diplomatic. You know what, Krista? Yeah. You're right. I am going to break it off with Chad. Good. <laughs> Good. Let's just kick him out. We'll have some drinks. We'll have a good time. Yeah, I'm proud of you for not Fuck throwing. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you for not making a scene. Good job. No, you, you did you it gotta, the right you way. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta see, pull I, side. see, I'm pull just sitting side. there going, "Why didn't you just go wait until the I object part?" This, Nobody ever it's objects. Built into the wedding. Yeah. Like no it's one ever does for, that. Yeah. And moving on to our final player for the day. We are minus one today, but next up we have Earl. Hello, Earl. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, Yeah, I'm Earl. Uh, I am playing a cuddle, which is another uh, unique race to this particular adventure. And you'll just have to keep listening to find out more. (laughs) Sexy mystery. Do you have a a weird question for me, too? Of course I do. <laughs> I thought you were gonna ask personal questions. No, nope. it's much better. I love this. Girl. They yes. are. They come to you. They say, "We're gonna make an action figure of you." What is your, you know, power punch move? What is the special thing that your action figure does? Okay, now who are we talking about? Is they? Is it like? Hasbro? Mattel. Are we talking Mattel? Like, sure. are we talking like, are we talking like full funk? Like, what are we, is it just like the arms move? Like, what, what are we looking at the capabilities? It for is this, full for this functionality. Figure? You could be a transformer. Oh you could be a <laughs> Stretch Armstrong. Oh, man. Um, I feel like if I could, um, if you could have me uh, be transform or convert into uh an actual usable weapon. So like you can take off my leg and it's a shiv. Like you can, you can, you can open me to the side and it's, uh, there's a little pouch for throwing stars. So it's a Swiss army knife. Yeah. Swiss army knife. You know, like a, 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 a utility, a utility figure, a utility action figure. I gotcha. Maybe maybe my head pops off and it works as like a smoke bomb. I, don't I know. am not buying that toy for my child. <laughs> not meant for children. <laughs> oh, great. Maybe. Certain young adults. Certain young children. adults. Fucking up. Mature and young adults. dexterous children. Yes. <laughs> Just can't. I can't wait to see all the warning labels. <laughs> yes. Action. So it's basically like an anti-kidnap. Toy. Yeah, it would be I like, did that. Like it would be like a like a emergency situation. It's like, oh, this kid just has a let him keep his action figure. Oh no, it turns into a machine of death. <laughs> it's kind of brilliant, actually. I want to see that movie. Oh. I want to see that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is your child always getting kidnapped by international terrorists? Are they really feisty and can they take down an entire militia on their Liam own? Neeson is the is this? Oh guy. my god, <laughs> guys, this writes itself. Oh yeah. Copyright. 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 For everyone listening, copyright. copyright. <laughs> we live in LA, we have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> As we did mention, this is a Dungeons and Dragons based podcast, but we're setting it in a Wizard of Oz type of world. So a bunch of stuff is being created from scratch by me for the purposes of this game. So for any purists of the rules out there. Get the gonna... fuck out. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be bending and breaking some things. So uh, don't at me, because I'm not going to care. If you uh, are here to 
be a rule stickler or bring up the player's handbook and think, well, actually, if you want. Yeah, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the podcast for you. Actually, <laughs> Yeah, we're bending far too many rules to stick close to them. <laughs> so, anyway, I think we should just jump right into it. We're going to leave behind the real world for a moment. And we're going to fade away. And instead, we're going to open still Los Angeles, but at a store called Mart Mart. The department store to the masses, which is closely crowded aisles of housewares, home goods, appliances, linens, pillows, hardwares, light bulbs, kids' toys, camping equipment, Beach needs bikes, swimwear, outdoor furnishing, electronics, video games, movies, books, storage solutions, cleaning supplies, pet food, wet and dry, humid food, fresh and frozen, sodas, water, (laughs) juice, alcohol, pharmaceuticals, vitamins, dietary aids, diapers, adult and children, hygiene products, makeup, facial care, skin care, school supplies, office supplies, Greeting cards, crafts, women's clothing, men's clothing, kids' clothing, baby clothing, footwear, jewelry, sunglasses, watches, and more. And more! This place is surrounded by the din of easy listening radio, murmured voices, and the buzzing of halogen lights from Florida rafters. It's just permeated with this sound. It's busy with people, but it's also isolated. Each aisle is a prison cell with no bars. It's late spring at night, and rain showers are sprinkling the parking lot outside the rain droplets are sprinkling across the oily surface of the parking lot and shimmering underneath an early risen moon and standing just inside of the doorway of mark mark is the greeter a young man by the name of doug and if Paul, you would like to introduce the audience what he looks like and uh doug is a uh younger man uh, late 20s um Slightly balding. He's, uh, he's uh, well-kept, you know, um, but seems kind of like a normal person. There's nothing really stands out about him. He's uh, dark-haired and just kind of bored with life. You can tell in his eyes that he died a long time ago. Inside? Like, for real? Yes, yes. Inside. Okay. Not, not like a zombie. A zombie? No, no. And as it's late night at Mart Mart, so... The only people who are hanging out here are like meth heads, tweakers, trying to buy too much Sudafed at the same time and yelling at a manager because of it. So occasionally you'll have to like look up and greet, you know, whatever tweaker walks inside or the bored teenagers who are coming in to mess with stuff. Welcome to Mart Mart. If we don't have it, you won't get it. And you hear the telltale sounds of cowboy boots across the linoleum with spurs running across the floor, and you automatically recognize that sound as your manager, Chet. The Chet wanders over to you and he's like, hey, listen here, partner. If you're working at Mart Mart, you're gonna have to pony on up and greet him with a smile. Can you show me your smile, Doug? I attempt a smile and it is obvious that I am not able to smile. You know, Doug, if you can't (laughs) smile, I might as well send you on home. Look, I, I don't have another job, or I, this is my only income. I just can't. Can you just put me somewhere else? Like, I don't want to be up front talking to people in the middle of the night that will probably stab me. Well, we need a stock boy back in frozen foods. If did you bring your jacket? Uh, 
Yes, lying. I did not bring my jacket. Well, head on back to Frozen Foods and stock it on up. We got Christmas turkeys coming in early this year. I know it's May. <laughs> <laughs> Seems kind of dangerous. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. I'll go take care of that uh, and get my jacket because it's cold. <laughs> so you wander on back to Frozen Foods minus your jacket, which you did not bring. And you spend the rest of your shift pushing these Christmas turkeys into a freezer, getting very, very cold and upset until one in the morning when you finally get to clock out. And this is as you're walking out for the night, you see one of the cashiers is being screamed at by an irate meth head who is upset that they couldn't buy more than one box of cold medicine. And this is sandwiched between a bunch of kids trying to steal windshield wipers and a lost child who was found wandering around your section of the frozen foods. Jesus. And then on top of that, it's all still raining, and the parking lot has poor drainage. Just these pools of water have collected across the lot, a sheen of oil lingering on top of the water. And it might be beautiful, like the iridescent colors sparkling beneath the moonlight with the neon signs of the tiny riverboat-themed casino on dry land across the street. You were walking towards your car at the far end of the parking lot because, you know, they always make you park at the far end. You can't park up close, even in the rain or any inclement weather. And you're shielding yourself against the cold droplets of rainwater and you forgot your jacket. So it's getting all over you. And it's that rain that's so cold, it feels like pinpricks piercing into your muscles. And it's just mixed with a chill of a heavy wind. And the closer you move towards your car and the more you get speckled with water, you feel this chill cutting right through you from one side to the other and you put your hands up to your collar to polo shirt in closer around you and as you pull up your hands you look down at the back of your hands and you see that the late rain has literally cut through you and you see a little pinprick hole going through one side out the other and these pinprick holes are all across your skin and across your shirt and your legs and they're almost impossibly small to see from a distance, but up close, right in front of your face, you can see them. And as each new rain droplet splashes across your skin, a new little pinprick appears, and you can see through the back of your hand. And there's no pain, almost no sensation at all, aside from that cold, creeping feeling of standing in the rain. And with each new droplet, more of you seems to disappear just going somewhere else and this neon light from the riverboat casino passes through you like a prism and dances across the parking lot at your feet and the rain begins to pour down harder you can't make it back to your car you can't make it back to the store and in this parking lot caught between mart mart and a riverboat themed casino you disappear from this world and awaken in another you awaken in a field of sun-dappled green grass and vibrant flowers. Birdsong lightly drifts through the air along with the aroma of greenery, the scents of flora refreshed by a light spring rain. It is warm and pleasant, not too hot, not too cold. Halfway between sweater and t-shirt weather, as you stare up at a true blue sky with clouds drifting above, you come to the realization that while there is dew on the blades of grass, you yourself are dry even though you had should be soaked to the skin. You also realize that while many things resemble ordinary life, 
If you were to wander into a field and lie down for some reason, things here are not completely ordinary. For starters, as the clouds part for a moment, you see an early moon illuminated, silhouetted across the blue horizon, and then a moment later, a second moon that is burnt orange on the opposite side. Secondly, the bird songs don't sound like any ordinary bird song. It has rhythm, actual melody and notes. Not just random tweeting, but a literal song. And it sounds a bit like Simply the Best by Tina Turner. (laughs) As you stand up, you see a long plain of green fields dotted with flowers in front of you. And in the distance, there are seven mountain peaks rising up above. None of the mountain peaks are connected. They're solitary spires of stone rising high up to meet the clouds. Also around you, at your feet, there are stones in a ring, very specifically laid out, as if someone laid them out there. And tucked beneath one of the stones is a sheath of yellowed paper that flaps gently in the breeze. And you can see as it flaps, there is writing on the paper. What the hell does that say? So you pick up the paper and you see that it's several pieces of paper. Kind of folded in half, and as you open it up, you see that there's a message written in it in multiple different languages. The first one says, Guten Tag. It's in German. The next says, Bonjour. Hola, amigo. (laughs) (laughs) And as you're flipping through the pages, there's more and more languages, some of which you recognize, some of which you don't. And finally, you find a note that is written in English. And it says, Hello, friend, and welcome. I hope you had a lovely trip. How are you? I'm doing well, and I very much look forward to meeting you in person. Whoever you may be, I'm sure you have plenty of questions. Namely, what happened? And why am I here? I assure you that I can answer all of these questions. We've been waiting for you for a while. If you head east, you will see a fleet of foxes. Follow them toward my home, and we will speak in person. Have a great rest of your day. And that's all the note says. I died. I died in the freezer at Marmart. That's what happened. There's no other explanation for this. this is... Help! <laughs> and the birds cut out simply the best and flutter off as you scream. Okay. I see a rock. Looks like a rock. Okay, I need to sit down. Seat yourself down on the rock and take a moment to try and collect yourself. What do I do? What do I do? I hear somebody talking to me. It's muffled. <laughs> it's a very muffled sound. It sounds like I'm sitting on them <laughs> and I'm vibrating. I jump up. <laughs> And I see that the rock is not a rock. It's a very little person. A teddy bear. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Get off me! Hey! Earl, if you would like to describe yourself. So, I am a cuddle. Uh, In this world, cuddles are animate stuffed animals that have been brought to life by some crazy magic. 
My particular cuddle looks like your standard, average, run-of-the-mill teddy bear. However, he does have an eye patch. And, oh, there's a long scar that uh, goes vertically down uh, through where the eye patch is. And he's got sort of light tannish brown fur and then he's got like a white tummy area um his paws have little dark brown pads but he's you know sort of brown and tan and other other than the uh the eye patch he's got a little pack like rucksack adventure bundle oh i also i also have a a tag uh from the company that made manufactured me and this little teddy bear wallows himself up in front of you. Hey, man, I was trying to have a nap. What the hell? I'm sorry, Mr. Bear, man? Uh, uh, you just call me Puddle, all right? Um, and I sort of shake myself awake, uh, kind of like a dog sort of shaking up a bunch of water. <laughs> and then sort of fluffing back up because, you know, I got compacted by someone's butt. Get to normal size and be like, stare at this person that's been sitting on me. Are you going to eat me? What? Does it look like I eat people? I'm I'm made out of stuffing. I... I show him my tag. <laughs> I've seen horror movies, man. People, the, 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 the things, they come to life and they start trying to kill people. And What's eat. a movie? Uh, it's like, it's a thing you watch with people. Like you, a, you see, you see images moving. Uh, look, it doesn't matter. Look, wh- where am I? Oh, uh, is this a trick question? You're in a field. No, 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 not not specifically this region. I mean, where in the world am I? What is this place? Why? I I was at Mart Mart. I was at Mart Mart, and now I'm here. Mart Mart. It's it's where I'm from. It's well, it's not where I'm from. It's just it's a place I was at. I've never heard of this land called Mart Mart. It's not a it's not land. I mean, it's a piece of land, but it's not. This sounds like a new adventure. Uh. Wait, so you came here from Mart Mart. Now, do you have a quest? Like a quest bar? What are you talking about? No, no. Well, you traveled here from a different land, and and you obviously must have some purpose, point? What? No, I just, I was in the rain, and I was cold, and all of a sudden I just started disappearing, and, and, and now I'm dry, and here in the field talking to a fucking bear. Teddy bear. Is that what you are? I don't know what to call you. My name is Puddle. I'm talking to a puddle? No, no, I'm a cuddle. My name is Puddle. I'm talking to a cuddle. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> what, uh, okay, look, I don't have a quest. I, I'm not a knight. I'm not, or wherever the... F- look, I just want to go back to... Where the land of Mart Mart. So your quest now, or your quest is for you... To return to the land of Mart Mart. Yes. Exactly. I need to get back to Mart Mart. Oh. Uh, and you said you... How did you get here? I don't know. I don't know. I, I was in the rain, and then the, the rain started going through me like little pricks, and, and then all of a sudden I'm like... Woo! And I was, you I was here. You suffered some sort of 
memory loss or amnesia. I, I, I don't really understand what's going on, but there might be some people that, that, that can help you. The, the, what? The, the note, the note, the note, the note. Look, 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 look. it says at the, at the end, it says I should follow these instructions. Who is this? What is this? I, uh, I don't know. You just gave it to me. Can you, you read? This? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course I can read. <laughs> Foxes? I look to the east. <laughs> in the distance, you can see a group of foxes are way out in the distance. Oh. Well, go ask the foxes. Go ask the foxes? That's what it said, right? Can you read? No, I can read. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to the foxes. They're fucking foxes. I'll talk to the foxes if you don't want to talk to the foxes. And I start walking towards the foxes. Foxes! And you see all these red <laughs> sleep heads pop up to turn in your direction. <laughs> waving. This guy needs to talk to you! <laughs> and this fleet of foxes starts rushing in your direction. And they look like normal foxes, you know, the long, sleek, red bodies. They all have multiple tails. Some of them have, like, three tails spinning around. Some of them have, like, eight or nine tails just swirling behind them. As they approach you, and the one leading the pack has so many tails you can't even tell. It's just <laughs> so like many this goddamn giant, tails. It's just <laughs> like this giant puff, tails for days. swirling puffball behind it. They rush oh, around to you, and then they approach, and they sit down. How you doing? <laughs> this guy got this note. I flash it in front of him. It says that uh, we're supposed to follow you. Oh, cool, He's bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> he talked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, we just look at him like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we talk. What's the matter? I, wait, I, I'm sorry. Oh, um, sorry. He He's like lost all of his memories. He he says he's from the land of Mart Mart. Yeah, I didn't lose any memories. Look. Mart Mart, man. I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard of Mart Mart before. I, I, I think he might be, I don't know, I think he might be sort of a little mixed up. I don't, but he found this note and it says to talk to you, so. Oh, do you mind if I take a look at that, man? Yeah, here you go, man. Do you want common? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Give me common, man. Common. <laughs> and he, like, slides his pod over and it scoots <laughs> it across the grass towards himself. Ah, cool, cool. So you're supposed to follow us, man? That's the man. Well, follow us. We're heading east. Great. Um, thank you. Um... Oh, yeah, bro. What's your name? Ah, my name's Chem. Chem. Yeah, Chem. Rad, bro. Chem. I'm Chem. Puddle. Nice to meet you, Puddle. What's your name? Oh, yeah. Weird dude. What's your name? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Doug. Cool, Doug. Try to keep that. And the foxes just turn and they start racing across the fields. How are we going to keep up with them? Uh, oh, Tim. Hey. What? Hey, bro. <laughs> uh, do you mind if I, uh, hit your ride? I'm real little. Well, I didn't hear pleasing in Please? Uh, Come right. on, bro. Fine, since you're so nice. Ah, thanks, bro. Wait, wait. What am I going to do? Keep up. And the foxes with little cuddle, oh, the puddle, the cuddle, <laughs> bouncing on the back, start moving east. I start running after them. Okay. So you're heading east, and you follow the curve of the hills, and in the distance you start to approach some forests, and you're moving past these lovely flowers, and then they turn and start to make their way north. And as they make their way north, they begin to go through a garden of roses that's just spread out in front of you and the foxes quickly become distracted as they start just digging in the dirt like hey bro 
Brown, brown, look what I found. What'd you find? Hey. It's a stick. Hey, hey, get out of there. Get out of there. You're not supposed to be here. Get out of here. And you see a woman begin to approach you, and Kristen, if you'd like to describe what you look like. Um, what? I, I am a uh, seedling, which means I am sort of a combination between a fairy and an orchid, or a plant, but I'm a, specifically an orchid. My name is Vonda Orchid Daisy, <laughs> without that pronunciation. Um, and I am sort of the protector of this flower bed. So I go over and just start like clapping at the foxes, like, hey, 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 hey. Oh, I told oh, you guys, she's get here. the fuck out of here. Whoa. We gotta go! We gotta go! And Where are we the flux <laughs> start to take off and it actually throws Puddle oh, off of it. Oh. And you see Damn. a human Gross. man and a cuddle lying in the dirt that's been stirred up by the foxes. Are you guys responsible for these tickets? No. 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 Uh, hold on. This guy, Doug. Is from the land of Mart Mart. Doesn't remember what his quest is. He doesn't know why he's here, but he was given this, and I show I have the paper. And we were told, uh, he was told, to go follow those foxes. But they came here, I guess. Do you know who wrote this? You do know there is a wizard's tower at a little bit northeast of here. I mean, kind of looks like the workings of that wizard that's. Up down the road. Oh. Do I know that there's a wizard tower as well? Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. There is a wizard tower up over there, isn't there? Yeah. So it does I seem a little wizardy. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's your best bet. And as I'm like talking to them, I'm starting to like magically just put back what the foxes have have dug up. A little bit of dream craft. I'm yeah. kind of losing my mind a little. I've been running for about 10 miles <laughs> trying to keep up with foxes and a teddy bear. I know it. I get it. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> this is like Wizard of Oz. It's like Wizard of Oz. And you are like the lion and you... I haven't figured out you yet, but it's just like that. I'm a bear. Yeah, Where but did no. You find this guy. He he started sitting on me. I don't know what was. I was just trying to have a nice sunny afternoon in a field. Do we need to call someone. Like I, well, I, we need to I start crying uncontrollably. Like, oh my god, what is happening? Oh, is a flower oh, he's crying. Oh, it's crying. Oh, it's crying. I just want to work in the frozen section. I like I, I like go into like child consolation <laughs> mode where I'm like, hey, hey, buddy. It's okay. Like, and I get, like, really close and, like, really cute. <laughs> Put out the, pull out the cute ass thing. Hey. What are you doing? Hey, man, it's okay. What, what is this? It's all right. Why are you? Sometimes we need to have a cry. Sometimes when things get really hard, it's okay. Why are you talking like that? I'm just trying to be your friend. I suddenly feel much better. We'll figure things out. Okay. It'll be all right. Okay. That's really cool what you just did. No. I didn't How know about you had we... that. How about we start going to go see the, the wizard? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You you want you want some water? You have water? I no, but I think she might do you have some water? I think he's had a rough day. I reach in my bag and just pull out my like tiny little like to him is just like a little thimble, like full. <laughs> I look at it in disbelief and lick my palm. Okay. I can I can keep going. I can keep, 
I can do this. Okay. I can do this. Okay, let's let's get let's get you on your quest. So where's the best uh what's the best road to get to the to the to the wizard? Oh, I'm involved in this now. I we're just asking you for uh, for directions. You Whatever. don't. Have I need to, to talk me. to that guy about those damn foxes anyway. So just follow me. She's right. definitely not the Tin Man. So you follow the road past the rose garden and come around a hill, and you see a stone tower that rises up about five floors above the ground. And at the front, it has a large wooden door. Do you guys see this? You knock at the door, and a moment later, the door is opened, not by a man, but by a metallic automaton that stands about six feet tall and made from brass and bronze. Gears and cogs stick out of it from everywhere. It is vaguely humanoid in shape, but it doesn't have a face. It's more of an orb just sitting between its shoulders, suspended on absolutely nothing. I'm gonna die. Hello, may I help you today? Uh, yeah, I believe, uh, uh, this guy, uh, needs to have a word with the wizard. I pull out the sheets. He had these! I'd like to file a complaint about, about some citizens within, within, I don't, I don't know if you are in charge of that or if I have to talk to wizard, but, you know, this guy needs to see wizard. Have you seen the foxes? Please, follow me this way. Thank you. And the automaton clomps up the stairs, leading you up the tower. Mm. Okay. Nice place. Yeah. Good dicks. Yeah, I haven't gotten in, I haven't seen inside this. This is really cool. I've never been inside? Oh, they house the most excellent parties. Mm-hmm. I'll sneak you, you in. Get to the top and you enter into a laboratory. There are tables filled with equipment, beakers, tomes, and such filling up a majority of the floor space. There are long scrolls of arcane, archaic writing hanging from floor to ceiling. And there's an aroma of brimstone and sage hanging in the air. A typical scent to some of the group while it is completely alien to Doug. Oh. Oh. What is that? What's that smell? What smell? You don't smell that? Just whatever you're smelling, that's that's wizard. <sighs> Where are you from again? He, Mart Mart? I've never heard of Mart Mart. I don't like either. It's definitely not one of the six... The wizard will see you shortly. Oh, thank you. And the automaton goes back out the door and closes it behind himself. It really has been one short day. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So this wizard, what do you know about him? Does magic? You know that the wizard's name is Stimley? Stimley. But you've never seen him. Yeah, I've personally never seen him. You think he can get me home? Mm-hmm. He's a wizard. Yeah. You know, boy, that is an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> the voice speaks to you, but you don't see anyone. And you take a minute to look around the room, trying to figure out where the voice came from. And while looking around the room, your eyes lock on a table in the corner. There's a glass tube about three feet tall, and it's stoppered at both ends with corks and filled with a light blue liquid. A wizard's hat, tall and pointy with stars on it, sits jauntily on top of the glass tube. <laughs> <laughs> and, in the middle, that. Okay. and in the middle wow. of the tube is a man's head. A uh, old man with a long beard, bald head. Typical wizard. Typical wizard. 
Oh, hello. Um, hello. I can see that you finally arrived. Well, which one? Come a little bit closer. I can't move around as well as I used to. <laughs> well, you are a beaker, so. Chundle on over. Chundle, chundle, chundle. All right. Now, which one of you young whippersnappers is from the other place? And grab him by the ear. Probably that. Ah! <laughs> Oh, yes, a mighty hero. What's your name, young buck? Uh, Doug. Pleasure, Doug. I'm Stimbly, the wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Stimbly. Dr. Stimbly? I don't know what to call him. Please, Stimbly's just fine. Okay. Stimbly. Oh, great wizard. Of this I kingdom. Stimly, but that's fine. I, I need to go home. Uh, I, I could do that. But oh. first, I need a little bit of your assistance. Oh, okay. Uh, wh- whatever you need. Because, uh, you see, I brought you here for a grand purpose. Wait, you brought me here? Yeah, in a manner of speaking, yes. It was a magic ritual that I cast a while back, but... I assumed you would have arrived earlier, but that's all right. That's fine. You take your own time. What? I. Oh, you you got to get me back. I can't be here. Oh, don't worry. I'll get you back. But first, I need you to do something for little old me. Okay. Wh- what do you want? What do you need? You see, the master of this world, Aloha, our home, the Lord Magician. He's gone missing. Nobody knows where he's gone. And the world stands on the precipice of falling into chaos. Chaos, I say. It looks pretty nice out there. Yeah, it looks great, but (laughs) give it time. So you see, there's bad people out in this world that the Lord Magician has kept in check. But if he's gone for too long, they'll figure out, hey, we can be real... Just real mean to everybody. Well, how do I find this guy? You see, that's why I needed you. The only clues to the whereabouts of the Lord Magician are based on knowledge of a world that Aloans don't know about at all. It's based on knowledge of your world. You're the only person in this world who has that knowledge. Look, I'm going to let you know, Mr. Stimley. Stimley. I guarantee I will not have any knowledge. I I work at a shopping center. I I don't even have a girlfriend. I I didn't even graduate high school. Look, I'm not going to be able to find this Lord Master or whatever. I just need to go home and and I I can find somebody back there that can help you. Well, it took an awful lot of magic to get you here. At least you could do me the pleasure of reading the frickin' note. <sighs> okay, okay, fine. Fine. Whatever gets me home. Apparently they didn't teach manners in Martinsburg. <laughs> On the table in front of him, there is a note. And he's like, let me read this for you. Head in the direction of an Alfred Hitchcock film starring Cary Grant, famous for a chase featuring a crop duster. Look for a town that shares a name with the stage name of singer David Jones. From there, you will head blank of Eden. 
Two days out, you will find the second Indiana Jones movie, minus a few words. Wait, okay. You understand all that garbage? <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually think I can help. Yay! Oh, wow. goodness. Finally. So it is an adventure. Sure. That's right. I'm sending you on a quest. <gasps> if you complete this quest... I can send you back to Mark Mark, Doug, where you can live in peace for the rest of your days. I wouldn't say I live in peace, but... Uh, uh, a warrior. I get it. Th- thank you, Lickle Spit. <laughs> it's Stanley! Lickle Spit. I think that's your new, I think that's your new <laughs> nickname now, Stanley. Well, you know, when a nickname sticks, you never get really get rid of it. I know. Good one, Nickel Spit. Starting <laughs> <laughs> huh, to like it. All right, guys, let's go find these clues. Okay. What? All right. Well, uh, where? Which way? Which direction do we head? Where are we going? Yeah. North by northwest. Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub, and this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review.